record. Welcome everybody to Ask to Knows. This is episode what, 22? 21 or 22, yeah. 22? Okay. Then we that we've the- that we've actually posted. There's a couple that are actually too scandalous to be posted that we mm-hmm. recorded. Yeah, um, it's actually a handful. We record a very scandalous one right before this one just to see which one blows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, what we do is we record an extra and we post it on the alt-right part of the internet. Oh, we froze up. Okay, you guys are back. Um, I learned just before the podcast started that Sylvester Stallone used to be a porn star before he was an actor, and I'm kind of obsessed with that fact. Have and apparently he was called work? the Italian Stallion. Yes, I just was looking at some of his work, and he got a nice set of balls. I got to give it to him. How, how does he fuck? I didn't watch a video. I was trying to find it because you look it up and most it's just screenshots from his movies, which even in his movies, he showed a lot of ass. Of course, because he's probably proud of it. I mean, it's a nice ass. I like I can't <laughs> lie. It's a good one. It's a really succinct ass. Well, like anyone. He- sorry, go ahead, Nick. I feel like he wouldn't fuck great just because he he did porn in the eighties. Oh, it's boring. probably awful. He probably yeah, just probably jackhammers just... bitches into the ground. I mean, some people are into that, of course, but are they? But but, but any I, for I'm pretty sure, and we can look this up. I'm pretty sure he's like five foot six, five foot seven. So anytime. You, the height um, to naturally garner a lot of attention from the from whoever they're trying to fuck. Um, they're gonna have it all bounces out in the end. So him having a nice ass doesn't surprise me. I mean, he's okay. He's five ten. You know, he's not short by. Oh shit! So he's Zach, co- were you saying that short guys have to have a fat ass if they're gonna get anywhere? I'm saying it all balances out. Okay. So. Like, if you're, like, guys, you do have the rare case. That's not Sylvester Stallone on the right. No, this is an Indian dude for the Rambo remake. No way. They're remaking Rambo. Yeah, an Indian Rambo. Yo, why he look like that? That's weird. Because he kind of does look like him, but, like, not really. He looks like if he did meth for a couple years. (laughs) This is a deep fake. I got to say, I didn't even realize when I first started this conversation that Sylvester Stallone was Rambo. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. What? Wait, wait. Hold on, Nick. Okay. Don't don't say anything. What other movies has Sylvester Stallone been in? You know, it's funny. I couldn't name one. I just have a vague image in my head of him, like, being a stereotypical Italian. Can you give me an impersonation? Um, you know, I'm awful at this. Well, you put me on the spot. <laughs> you know, he's like, that's, that, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm glad a, you recognize that. Oh my God. Hello. That guy? This looks like, this looks like the older gay couple I grew up next to. <laughs> oh my God. That's so sweet. They would be the cutest couple. Oh, they had a violent hatred towards each other. Also like a gay couple. Yeah, that's called marriage. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Did he play the shark? Did he play Bruce? 
What? I think he did. When I hopped on, you guys were talking about nudes. What, what, we were what, talking what, about nudes. Oh, we were trying. We were looking for Jake Paul's nudes, and apparently he has many. And he's got a little. He's got a little six-inch chub. You know, he's got a little thicky. You've seen it. Well, now I have. Why did you show me before? Me? Yeah. No, I didn't know his news were out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were looking. He's got a. It's not unimpressive. That's why he has so much unabashed confidence. There's also supposedly this video where he's like fucking some twink in the throat. That's supposed to be him fucking the twink. (laughs) And uh, he hasn't commented, but I'm very curious as to why everyone seems to think it's him fucking the twink. So I'll have to do some research. I mean, is his face in it? No, but the hair around his dick was black, so that didn't seem right. But I know that can happen with blonde people, so I don't know. Yeah, it could just be dark roots. Mm. Um, I can only speak from my own experience, but my my uh, curtains, my curtains and drapes are mismatched. I mean, they're not black. My pubes are not black, so. It's gonna be strange. <laughs> But see, I've seen blonde people that are blonde but have like black eyebrows. Drapes and shoes. Like, yeah, my pubes. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried to dance <laughs> around it and I made it worse. And my shit, I've been I've been made fun of um in high school because they used to call me fire crotch because I have ginger pubes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's fun. That's a better mismatch than like blonde to black. I don't I don't like it. Either you way. like fade from <laughs> yellow to orange as you go down. That's great. Yeah, you know. can say you're bringing the heat. Yeah, you're an ombre. You know, ombres are in. Ombre, that just means man in Spanish. <laughs> that also, that also, <laughs> that also means when you have like one color that fades into another color. That's a term for who? Yeah. For anything that's like, uh, could be described as like a one color to get to another color ombre really yeah oh, yeah it's ombre without the h yeah oh, okay okay that's interesting so now i have an artsy way to explain away yeah my ginger pubes yeah exactly. but like it's, it's ombre be like it's an ombre coat it's very unique you know it's not seen often <laughs> no 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 see i don't i don't have to preface it i just expose it and i'm like this is what it is it's an ombre and if you can understand that, maybe you're not, you know, deep enough for me. You're like, I'm a show dog. OK, and my coat's immaculate. Don't play with me. Yeah, you, you can like like I'm just standing there and you can like lift up my leg and like take a sniff. You can like <laughs> measure my flatness of my back. <laughs> I love how they do that. Literally get try to get the flattest back on show animals. That's so funny to me. Look up <laughs> Which- a show cow, Nick. Show cow? Yeah, show cow. They're so funny. They make their butts into a right angle. Oh, shit. This podcast has gone off the rails five minutes in. Yeah. This I is what happens when you delay for 30 Look minutes. Look at how square. This is what happens, Zach, when you delay for 30 minutes just to give children some money. Yeah, Zach, you gave me and Nick 30 whole minutes to start looking at Jake Paul and Sylvester Stallone's dicks. Look at how square, though. I love it. I like the fuzzy one. Square boy. 
And it's just fur. Like, that's not how their asses are shaped. It's just fur. They just trim the fur to make them square. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, how was everybody's week? <laughs> uh, my week's been so-so, you know, average. Okay, a resounding sigh. I love that. Well, I'll start with a story about my week. Yesterday, I went into the table. uh, So I was trying to sell some of my artwork at a local uh, Hollister flea market. So it's a local little flea market. And um, it wasn't huge. Like 40 people came the whole time. uh, So I didn't sell much. But what was great about it was all of the the fun, exciting conversations that I had. because I got a lot of people who actually came up and looked at my art and then just kind of talked to me. Didn't buy anything, but just talked to me. One of them, probably my favorite. It's honestly tough, but probably my favorite. This guy walks up and he's like, he looks at some of my art and he's like, hey, you know, I collect I collect black history art pieces. And I'm like, oh, OK. And I, I automatically got nervous because I'm like, where the fuck is this going? Like, <laughs> and he's like, you know, that picture that coughs are bad from like the like 1800s 18 whatever where it's like a like an alligator eating a black baby and i'm like (laughs) yes actually i do i'm aware of the ad because i like yeah (laughs) like i've heard of her he's like i have one of the originals i'm like oh that's nice and then right so i'm like at this point i'm like this conversation could go one of two ways either i will agree with everything this man's about to say or i will he'll piss me off he starts talking about slavery. He goes, you know, the Zulu tribe, they're the ones that sold the first Africans to the Europeans, which I don't think that's historically accurate. But the sentiment <laughs> that Africans did sell Africans to Europeans, you know, that's factual. And he talks about it was it. We ended up having an actual kind of interesting conversation about how slavery wasn't a black white thing. And apparently his grandpa, who was great grandpa, who was Irish when he immigrated here, I think it might be three greats. One of whoever his ancestors that immigrated here kind of ended up being a slave here. He ended up as an indentured servant, which is essentially slavery, you know, (laughs) with a couple more bells and whistles attached to it. So that was interesting. That was interesting because we bonded over the fact that we both have this similar view about how slavery and racism are like kind of different. They're kind of separate things. And then also he is a white man that came from a slave and I'm a black guy that came from slave owners, most likely. So it was really like a very it was a moment. It was a moment. Well, did it get emotional? You know, I mean, he got he got very passionate about how people always ask him why he has so many black friends. And he says, and I always ask them, why are you so prejudiced? He got very into that. (laughs) Okay, so he, you guys bonded over yeah. if you guys were 300 years backwards, you would be a slave owner? Yeah, essentially. Because, like, we're black and right, but the the our two specific roles were reversed. But you know what? I don't know if I come from Irish slaves either because, Frank, I'm, I'm Irish on my mom's side, so I don't know. I could be from slaves over there. Uh, you could have had the double, double whammy of slavery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The black slave owner, white slave. That's amazing. I love how <laughs> That's the world cute. works. Right? Um, didn't you didn't you also say you met a kid with Asperger's? That's our newest fan. Oh my God. Yo, oh I feel God. so bad because I recommended the podcast to this kid. So listen, okay. So hopefully kid- he doesn't take it the wrong way. Like hopefully he realizes that 
we don't actually believe in anything and no. not to, you know, he's... shoot up anything or <laughs> no. Right. So he uh, he came over. He comes over to my table and he starts talking to me. This kid, he was like uh, his dad was running the table next to me. They like sold plants. And um, he he comes over. He starts talking about cars with me. And this little mo first he starts, starts talking about anime because he saw that I had some anime inspired stuff. Well, and then like, we start talking. I think I think for context, how old is this kid? OK, so here's the thing, right? This was crazy. I assumed he was like 17 to 19, right? Because he came over and he had like he knew everything about cars. He would like a challenger would drive by the on the highway and he would tell me like that's like he would be like, this is what kind of Dodge that is. This is uh, what year that was made. Like he just always oh, had a bunch of information. So I was like, this kid, there's no way this is a kid. And we're talking yeah. and I had already recommended ass to nose to him. And then he mentions he's 14 and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? So it seems I think he was one of those kids with like Asperger's who's a genius. Oh, because I have a 14 year old sister. And she's not that smart. <laughs> she's not intelligent. <laughs> so I was like him compared to like him. He was actually having a conversation with me. My little sister, she can't she couldn't maintain it. So I'm like, this is, so must be one of those. So what if he was actually just smart? Without the Asperger's? I... Yeah. <sighs> Did you consider that? <laughs> that could be the case. Let's not jump to him having a disability, you know? That could be the case. I mean, my mom said the same thing. <laughs> but I think it's great. Even if he, if he does or doesn't, the kid's a genius. He's going places. I think it's good that you got us a listener because I just realized the other day that by having Nick join the podcast, and don't get me wrong, we're super excited to have you, Nick. We eliminated 50% of our audience. Yeah, that is one listener down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> one out of two. It's okay. We're, we're going to start. I'm actually going to post this episode. We haven't posted like the past six episodes or advertised or anything. What do you mean? We posted them. Did we? I mean, we posted them, but we didn't like post on social media about the fact that the episodes were out. Please, social media, fucking. I call it. The, I call it the sh the shepherd of the sheep. The shepherd of the sheep. Yeah, it's that kind of attitude that gets us a fourteen-year-old listener that shoots up his high school, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're gonna use this podcast as. Oh, fuck. Another implication. Every episode, we've got implications. It's okay. Can I, just, can I just say, if one of our listeners somewhere down the line does end up shooting up their school, can you at least hit me up beforehand with what kind of gun you're going to use? So I can be like, all right, he's a homie. Or if he's like, I have my granddaddy shotgun. It's like, oh, this was just a hate crime. Like you just you hate yeah, and, and then we can <laughs> then we're like ah, oh, and then we can feel bad about having nerds that listen. I want them to record <laughs> how many shots they made and how many were were hits. That's that's what I really want to know the accuracy. Yeah, what was the soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was great. Talk to some oh oh, and then another one. This actually might be the best one. This guy comes up right in a wearing a mask right. Which was I was like, OK, it's weird because like nobody I'm in like the country. Nobody wears masks. Um, And he comes up and he's like, because my mom makes shirts and I was selling some of her shirts. And like he goes, 
I want a shirt that has a picture of DeSantis on it and the words don't kill our kids. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> and of course, I'm well, all about the money. So I'm like, well, girl, here's my card. Send me an email. You know, we'll get it popping. Like, <laughs> of course, I'll make the fuck Donald out of that Trump. Shit. Donald Trump used to sell like anti Donald Trump merch. No way. Yeah, that's genius. That's not that's like the oldest uh, play in the book, man. Man, so he might actually be a DeSantis supporter. No, I think that guy, um, I think that when people ask for stuff like that, we were talking about it on the phone yesterday, Justin, like the live, laugh, love, our e pray love, like those little wooden signs that people put in their kitchen. Yeah. When, when bumper stickers, uh, graphic tees, that says they want to say something to people about their personalities. And for whatever reason, this guy wants to tell people that DeSantis kills kids. <laughs> I don't know why or, or where he got this along the line, but that's just how he is. So I think who are if you're not going to do it, someone else is and they're going to get paid. So why not? That's a very good point. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Speaking of uh, genius marketing, now that we have a resident UFC expert here, what's your take on the uh, Tyrone Woodley and Jake Paul fight that's going to be happening later tonight? Well, fuck. (laughs) I I don't know if I'm going to be able to stay up for it. I hope I am. They have marketed this geniusly or amazingly because I've been eating this shit up all week for the promos. Zach's um, been just saying, so you know, Zach's been inundating my inbox with stuff related to this fight. It's the only reason I know anything about it. Yes. Yes. Um, that is true. I have been, first of all, Showtime is doing it. And if, if either of you don't know, or if anyone in the audience doesn't know, Showtime used to be or historically speaking is the premier boxing um channel provider for like the going all the way back to like muhammad ali days showtime were the motherfuckers that were broadcasting it so the fact that it's on showtime is a big deal the fact that they signed jake paul is a big deal and they in the past with these cards They've had professional boxers on the undercard, but they're always like a professional boxer versus this random like YouTube celebrity. Mm. And there's still a little bit of that, but they're actual like world championship boxing fights on the line before the Paul Woodley fight. So there, there actually is going to be some really good boxing matches before. So it adds some credibility to the card. So I think that helped in the marketing of it as well. It, Showtime wouldn't do it if there wasn't actual boxers involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, who was the um, the the card, like what the like pre-card or whatever? It was two women was, that are doing it yeah. tomorrow. 
Because we were looking. It was Serrano and I th- want to say Mercado. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Serrano and Mercado, which I feel like I remember hearing about Mercado or seeing her fight one time. Botting. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know there was broads on the card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, yeah, there was like a picture of them standing. They both, one has two title belts and the other one has one title belt. I'm not sure what the belts are. But yeah, they were like up on stage with uh, Jake Paul and Tyron. How do you say his name? Tyron? Tyron, Tyron. It almost, I almost, I want to say Tyrion every time. (laughs) Yep, there they are. Fuck yeah. Wait, is the girl on, are they hot? Go go to go to, to another picture where it's just them. I want to see if they're hot. Okay, girl on the right is not. Yeah, the no. Girl on the no. left has some potential. Oh, see, I was gonna say that the girl on the right looks hotter. Really? Yeah, one of us is gay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a homo. I don't know. Yeah, they both um, kind of look like moms that like like fuckable moms. No, for sure. They both look like moms, but one of them looks like a MILF. (laughs) Yeah, and it's this one. Yeah, for sure. You agree with me, Nick? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, this is like hot Hispanic mom vibes. This is like she dropped the kids off at a a soccer game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yes, they're having legitimate boxers on the card. So, I think it's going to be – or and – Timer Woodley said, said something interesting this week that he thinks this is going to be the biggest pay-per-view event of the year across, across all pay-per-view model sports, which are professional wrestling, professional wrestling, um, boxing, MMA. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I, I don't know if I disagree with them. I think this might be because of the hype around it. So yeah, but I think it's just purely the hype. I don't think it's actually going to lead up to like an eventful fight, you know. How do UFC's like pay per views normally compare to boxing pay per views? Um, historically, because boxing's been around since the eighties, huh. boxing its track record is boxing is better. Okay. But over the past twenty years, MMA has kind of surpassed boxing because. In boxing, you get one or two events per year that are great. In MMA, you're going to get like 10 a year that are really good. So just based on numbers, MMA has kind of surpassed. Um, the the biggest pay-per-view ever is a boxing match. It's like, I think it's 50-50 of the top 50 are boxing and MMA. So they're really neck and neck they're equal that but to give some context because i i'm a nerd and i had to do a school project on this the average ufc pay-per-view is going to sell around 400 buys um but there's so many goddamn boxing events and pay-per-views that i don't know what the average boxing is going to be yeah the world's biggest pay-per-view event was the floyd weather versus pacquiao fight well, okay, so Nick, this I I don't know if you've seen this fight, but this fight was 
is not I think by like two million buys the biggest of all time. So the thing about the pay-per-view model is it doesn't have to be a good fight for people to buy it. Oh shit. It's only up by like 0.3 million. And that's because it was the last one was a Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor fight. And but another thing about pay-per-views is they're not public. These are like projected and like reported, but like they're not public. There's no way to know. Oh, um, so this isn't like this is like a best guess that we're yeah. looking at. Okay. And keep in mind a, a lot of pay-per-views that do this many buys, they're not well there's not a good infrastructure around them. So a lot of them crash and they have to give out a lot of refunds. Ooh, mm. yeah. 4.6 so million buys for the audio listeners on the Floyd Mayweather versus Pacquiao fight. That's crazy. But, but, but there's more people that watch it illegally. Keep in mind too. Like, yeah. like someone, um, yeah. I know. it's probably like twice, at least twice as many people watch illegally. For sure. And keep in mind, people watch in parties like mm. one household will buy it and fucking 20 people come to watch it, you know? Yeah. So that doesn't mean the amount of viewers. Nick, either. can you look up views for the Olympics? <laughs> and this is the whole world. This isn't just North America. Yeah. Watch it still be like pitifully low. I think it's going to be five million viewers. Just across NBC, I saw 10.4 million viewers. Okay. And that's just through NBC, which I guess counts because they're the only ones chilling that thing. How many million viewers? 10.4 million. 10.4. Okay. At one time or total? Uh, For one night. Oh. oh, Those are the overnight numbers. Yeah. I can't believe that many people watched and still I couldn't find anybody that gave a fuck still. Yeah. Yeah, because I think they're mostly they're mostly in their countries around the world, you know, mm. like a uh, fucking Uzbekistan has one weightlifter <laughs> that makes it in the entire country tunes in, you know. Yeah. yeah. On their one shared television, their one little yeah. CRT. <laughs> exactly it's like it's still black and white the, the, the government issued television that they get in russia <laughs> it's just one television for the whole town but viewership is fucking it's bullshit anyway too uh all this all these numbers are bullshit they don't know i was just thinking like how do you even know like like how does a channel like a tv cable channel how do they even know how many people are tuning in like they do tvs don't. Like they, I could, they, yeah, they have numbers of like how many people are on that channel at one time, uh. but there's no way to tell the amount of viewers because, like I said, people watching parties, um, people watch illegally, people watch recordings are people of someone recording the actual channel, like it's fucking. <laughs> Too many I love those the real bootleg ones. I love those. Yeah, there's this one um, guy who live streamed a UFC fight on YouTube, but he put himself in the corner with a controller and he acted like he was playing UFC the video game, so it wouldn't <laughs> get flagged. 
<laughs> that's funny. Remember back yeah. in the day before the internet? Well, not before the internet, but before it was like you could get anything pirated. People would have like a like a CD that had a recording that they took in the theater of a movie. Yeah, dude. Oh, motherfuckers yeah. don't know about burned CDs. Oh man. <laughs> that shit used to be Ooh, they were and always before awful. that. Before that, you used to have to go to a motherfucker that had a van and he would just have VCRs of, yeah. the, of like of those. Yeah. And there's all like in the video, there's like people standing up and like getting in the way. People are coughing and shit. <laughs> yeah. He's breathing behind the camera. And, you know, the camera's not steady because he sure shit doesn't have a tripod. So it's just shaky the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy the lengths we go to just to have it, just to get like the smallest discount. And then it was illegal. So you were like hiding your camera while also trying to get a good shot. <laughs> You're what like a wild time. through a hole in the popcorn box. I remember this, this pirated movie that I saw. It was like, not the director's cut. It was like the unfinished edited version. Ooh. So like, during CGI moments, it would just be all green. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, holy shit. Holy shit. Now that I'm talking about it, I remember a suppressed memory of what movie it was. It was fucking episode three of Star Wars. No way. Oh the whole yeah. thing is CGI. <laughs> it was all CGI. <laughs> so essentially, you watched a movie where the actor stood on a, in front of a green screen and gave bad lines. It was fucking raw footage of like oh. on set. It was nice. insane. That's it was, crazy. It was it was crazy. I almost want that though, because that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, this it's unwatchable. It yeah. I bet it this was. You'll be like, oh, you, do you want the raw uncut footage of episode three here? Give us $120. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm trying to imagine the like the Obi-Wan versus Anakin scene at the end. They're like flipping around lava and shit. That probably looks so goofy, uh, like in oh the studio. <laughs> I remember that scene very well. And and when he was like on the bank and he was like caught on fire. Yeah, and he was looking up it. it When you see it without all of the <sighs> looking back, the CGI didn't age well. But when you see it without the editing yeah it's you read the curtains peeled back and you realize this is just an asshole like <laughs> being dramatic like in front like on he's making a fool of himself really is what he's doing i, I you know and i have to say this might be a controversial take but i always hated that part where he catches on fire because it was so cringe it was just so cringe when he's on the ground and he's like i hate you <laughs> oh. i fucking hate you and then like obi-wan you are my brother anakin i i i do like obi-wan's line do you yeah he was like you were supposed to restore the republic <laughs> <laughs> not lead it into darkness yeah yeah, yeah. Yo, his high key, though, why the fuck did he not just cut Anakin's head off? He could have, like, made the whole thing so much easier for everybody if he had just finished the job right then. Yeah, I mean, and it doesn't it doesn't make sense if you're like, oh, he was he loved Anakin too much to, like, chop his head off. Motherfucker, you left him to burn alive. Literally walked away while he was screaming in pain. Yeah, That's let's worse. be fair. You watch a homie catch on fire on a lava bank. You expect him to die. 
So why don't you go chop <laughs> his head off and after take I him bust out of a his hole in his head? No, that's messy, dog. You're just like, I'm a Jedi Knight. Fuck this shit burn. He's got the force, just a little force shove into the lava. That's all he needed. <laughs> like just a little. He didn't even have to push him all the way. Just push him a little bit more. He would have been done. Yeah, I was. I mean, but it's it's Hollywood. So what are you going to do? It's stupid. But yeah. I mean, Peter, yeah, baby. Let's 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 not go down the rabbit hole of like holes in the plot of the oh, Star yeah, Wars because we can do we can do the next 10 episodes about what's wrong with every Star Wars movie. Exactly. So move um, on. Well so do you want we want to get do you guys want to get to the news? Sure. Even though you know you totally skipped over my week, that's fine. Skipped over what? <laughs> you skipped over how my week went. Well how oh, yeah. was your week? Because I asked and I didn't get a response. So how was your week? Well, you see, I do the thing where I allow the other person to talk. So I was I was letting Nick give his answer. Okay. And then you we found your true intentions of asking because you just wanted to say how yours went. And so you immediately jumped into your story. So um, it's Which wasn't even it wasn't even that good, by the way, because all we did was make fun of a kid with Asperger's. <laughs> first of all first of all i complimented him that kid's my favorite he's my best friend second of all okay there was a racist and a masker or a and not we racist don't, we and we don't know if this kid has asperger's or not we just know justin accused him of having it <laughs> god i really hope he doesn't listen no i hope he does what was it yeah. what was his name <laughs> I don't even remember. He's, but this is so. You're such a shitty person. I. What do you want? I can't <laughs> remember a motherfucker's name. If you're gonna, I don't remember anybody's him. names. I can't do it. Are you? So how was your week? I don't want to say it anymore. Oh my god! Look, so I guess Zach is being a woman on this episode where he's okay, difficult but, no, no, as no, no, fuck no, and nothing I'm pleases him. But I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, but I'm gonna. So you look, yeah, just like a woman where he's like, yeah, I'm not hungry, and then he's like, oh, but I take a fry. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, sweetie. So, yeah. So this didn't happen. Um, I'm gonna let you guess why I have a fucking sunburn, the uh, ungodly sunburn. But um, I'm gonna tell you a story that happened last week that I forgot to tell y'all. Um, so my friend from Indianapolis, he came into town and we went out and I don't think I've missed all year. Like I just, I've been on a wild. I missed big time. It was my first big miss and it was, it was bad. It was, it was, um, some bad misses. So but it was maybe makes for a good story. So we go, we go downtown, and first of all, my friend is newly single, so he's like, he's on the prowl, you know. So we're walking to the bar, and he's just he. This guy is fearless. I give it to him. He's fearless, but it doesn't. It never works in his favor. We were walking by a group of three girls. And he just goes like, damn, you're beautiful as we're walking by. And a girl goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, he, and he turns to me and he's like, dude, I like Chicago girls. They're fucking spicy. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that was a good. I don't think you should take positives away from that interaction. But anyway, so we go to the bar. And like I said, we have that stupid mask mandate where all you need is the mask to get by the bouncer. I 
have my mask hanging off my face. I get in. My friend doesn't have his mask. And the bouncer's like, you need to leave. Like, you can't come in. Meanwhile, in the background behind the bouncer are like a thousand white girls without a mask. like dancing. <laughs> but he's like, nah, you have to go like you have to go get a mask. So my friend like goes to the gas station. I get the drinks. Eventually he gets a mask. He comes in by the second round. Or first of all, I was meeting up with a, another friend that I just met at a, she was my fellow bridesmaid at the, a wedding that I went to. Aww. And she just so happened to be from Chicago. So I hit her up. She's like, yo, I'm in VIP. She texts me this. So I go to the bouncer and I'm like, yo, where's VIP? And he goes, he goes, motherfucker, there is no VIP. Shut the fuck up. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, everyone's being mean tonight. But I'm like, I show him the text. I'm like, look, dude, my friend says she's in VIP. And he and granted, we're at our area called Wrigleyville, which is right by where the Cubs play. So it's all mm -hmm. sports bars. And he goes, he goes, motherfucker, look where we are. You think this place has a VIP? Shut the f she's playing you, dog. So I'm like, you're no help. So I go, I look, and I finally see her sister, like, dancing by the DJ booth. And I'm like, oh, the area by the DJ booth, all it has is a rope, so that must be a VIP. And so I go up to her, I'm like, hey. And she's like, hey, come in, VIP, come on. And she opens up the rope. And I take one step into VIP, and immediately – this guy who looks like a bodybuilder, like a 6'4 black guy, puts his two fingers in my chest and he just pushes me. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, dude, I'm with her. And he goes, no, you're not. And I'm like, yes, I am. And he's like, no, no. And he's pushing me. <laughs> so he pushes me six inches back. He puts the rope down and hooks it. It looks like I'm so close to where the rope is. It looks like he's buckling into me into my seatbelt. <laughs> So he just puts the rope on my dick and like closes it. And then I meet up with my friend who finally gets a fucking mask and he comes in. He's like, bro, the first thing he says, bro, I lost my phone. I lost my phone. Dude, I lost my phone. I don't know what I'm like. It was on 80%. It's going straight to voicemail. I fucked. So now I'm like, fuck. So now I'm helping my friend try to find his phone drunk and and now I'm here to have a good time. And now I'm getting fucking anxiety. And um, we go out to the this. We leave the bar because we looked everywhere. We leave the bar and we going around the corner because I need to take a piss. So I'm going pee and it's in front of like a flat, like a little where it's the first story is nothing. But if you go upstairs, like that's the first story entrance. Mm hmm. So I'm, I'm going pee and a girl on the third story, she lifts up her window and she goes, Hey motherfucker, stop pissing in my front yard. <laughs> and I'm peeing and I'm like, Oh, sorry. As I'm finishing. And she's like, no, you're still peeing. Fucking get out of here. And I'm like, why is everyone being so mean tonight? And, <laughs> and as we're walking back to the bar, we see the fucking black guy who put his fingers in my chest hooking up with one of the girls that was in VIP, just like in an alleyway, making out with her. And I'm like, this motherfucker, like I'm going back to VIP now. Cause I know he's not there. So did you get in? 
obviously not. So I go, <laughs> dude, I told you everything we did was a miss. So we go back. And at this point, it's like 1.30 and the bar closes at 2.30. So they're not accepting any people. So the bouncer's being a dick. He's like, I ain't letting you in. We see these girls, not the ones that I knew, but these ones that we met behind the phone. And I was like, hey, um, did you find the phone? And the girl was just ignoring me. Um, the girl that I talked to was just like staring straight ahead, looking all mad. I assume because she got no dick. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, hey, like Jasmine or whatever your name is, like, have did you find the phone? And this other girl that was like with them was walking next to me. She goes, she there's like these cops on the side, and she goes, Hey, we don't know these guys. These guys are creeps. And the police officers go, Hey, hey, sir, 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 back away from the girls right now. Back away. So right wait, now. these are the girls that you knew and were supposed to be meeting up with? No, I no. We just oh. met them that night and they just so happened to be around us when we lost the phone. So oh. they were they were being nice and trying to help us locate the phone. Except for that one, apparently. Except for the one who was just the worst. And she goes, hey, these guys are creeps. They're <laughs> bothering us. The police are like, hey, we're going to arrest you right now if you don't back away from those women. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't feel like that's a crime um, being on the sidewalk next to people. Uh, but in, in a liberal utopia, it is. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm not harassing those girls. My friend lost his phone and he goes, buddy, we've had 50 pickpockets from that bar tonight. You're fucked. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, officer, what should we do? And he goes, go home and tomorrow have your friend get a new phone because you're not going to you're not going to find a pickpocket in a bar with hundreds of people. Yeah. And I'm right. like, you're right. And you're I'm right like, as fuck. yeah. And I was like, you're right. You're right. You really right. So. Not what you I want would, the cop to say, but but he's right. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. So it's not I'm whatever. So I order the Uber and it's supposed to be this woman picking us up. This this Indian guy pulls up. He has an Uber sticker, but it's like the old one. It's not the new one. And he's like, my friend, you need ride. And I'm like, I'm like just drunk. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hop in the car. I'm like, yo, get in the car. So we hop in the car and he starts driving. He's like, where are y'all going? And I give him the address and he's like, brother, that's going to be like 200 bucks. And I show him on the Uber app. The ride was like 50 bucks. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, you can't if, if you ain't going to give it to me for this price, I'm going to hop out right now. And he was a he was a businessman. So he goes, OK, let's let's talk numbers like let's negotiate. negotiate so I'm like, nigga. yeah, I'm like, I'm like 50. <laughs> I'm like 50. This is what Uber says. I'll give you 50. He goes, no, 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 no. Hundred. And I go, I go, no, you're, I'll give you 50 and a tip. And he goes, how big is the tip? And I said, depends how you drive. And he goes, he goes, okay, make it 65 and I'll do it. And I said, fine. Cause I'm drunk. I'm like, fine. So we go and he goes, look, I live in the city. My friend Amir he lives out in the suburbs. So I'm going to pull over in a mile and you're going to hop in Amir's car and just pay Amir. And at this point, if I was a woman, I would be like abduction, yeah. murder. <laughs> yeah. At, at this point, like duck and open that door and just tuck and roll. Get the fuck out of there. But he had a Bluetooth earpiece. He had a laptop. This guy's Indian. I know he's about his 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 money. So I'm like, OK, 
I trust he's going to do me right business wise. So we pull over Amir is driving crazy, like weaving through traffic, start and stopping. And I was fine in the first car, but now, now I'm starting to get like nauseous and I don't say anything because I'm just trying to focus on my breathing and like sweating. And my friend sees me like going through hell. And he goes like, Amir, pull over, pull over. So Amir pulls over and I start throwing up in the parking lot. Like I open the door and I start throwing up. And Amir is like, motherfucker. And he's like speaking in Indian or whatever language Indians speak. And he's like, he's like, you owe me. He's like, you owe me more money. And I was like, and I was like, I was like, no, I don't. Like throwing up. And he goes, he's like, no, 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 no. We're renegotiating price hundred dollars and i'm like like i said i'm going back and forth with him as i'm throwing up i'm like you're crazy if you think you're getting more than 80 <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like no no 90 i'm like 75 <laughs> <laughs> and he's like motherfucker pay me 80 dollars right now so my friend gets the cash out he gives him 80 dollars oh, and he goes me. we're gonna we're gonna pay you the rest when we get back so long, like I start, we're going, once we hit the interstate, I'm really vomiting. I'm like throwing up in my lap oh. and like, it's getting all over the seats. He pulls over on the interstate. I throw up, I take off my shirt. I wipe off my, my, my stomach and I just throw the shirt in the interstate. And I'm like, fuck that shirt. We're oh. going home. <laughs> so we finally, we're, when we're like 10 minutes away from home, my friend takes my phone and he types on the notes, like just run. <laughs> and <laughs> when, when, when we get to the thing, my friend's like, Hey, the rest of the cash is in my apartment. We'll be right back. And we obviously d- did not go back. Zach. <laughs> so that was my um, Friday night last weekend. <laughs> I-, I learned something new that, Inner cities are running fucking bootleg Ubers. Literally. <laughs> when I, dude, Zach, all I have, to, dude, what I got from that is I better not drink when I come visit you because I, <laughs> because what we don't need is blackout Justin with all of that ghetto bullshit happening because I'll get in five <laughs> fights that I will lose. I swear to God. I will lose Let's, fights all fucking night. <laughs> he's going to lose his wallet somewhere. He's like, who picked my fucking pocket? Literally, I'll start <laughs> fighting everyone. We'll keep your pockets in the front or your wallet in the front pocket and we'll be fine. I'm, I'm going to be on went, some redneck shit. Everything's going to be strapped like with a strapped with a belt in my boot. Good. That's smart. But but we just we went home early because of the whole phone situation. If we stay late enough, we'll just catch the train back and it'll be Ooh. it'll cost fucking 15 bucks instead of oh, 80 bucks. <laughs> Exciting. And then we get to see, I'm sure, like a homeless person piss or something in the car. No, the trains, the trains are actually nice. Oh, you guys have the nice ones. I see. Yeah, it's no it's no New York subway bullshit. Okay. anytime I think of a subway, I just imagine like rats and homeless men tap dancing in a conga line. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are train stations up here that have that. But the one we're going on, the one that goes out to the burp. So we're fine. Yeah, you live in the safe white area. Exactly. Which is great. 
Maybe not for me, because I think I'm more likely to get arrested in safe white areas, but. We'll be fine, dude. Motherfuckers drive crazy up here. You can't even, the cops, I don't know how they discern who's drunk, who's not, because every motherfucker is trying to kill someone the way they drive, so. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's one thing I'm not, because you know how I feel about city traffic, and I consider Daytona traffic city traffic, so <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be hot, harrowing, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, you got to keep your, just don't let Lauren drive <laughs> when you when you get close to the city. She she might be the best one, honestly, because she's Jamaican and she said them people drive crazy and they'd be driving on the side of mountains. Well, yeah, they don't have lines in their road. Uh, so they just fucking everything's fair game. <laughs> I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited. But yeah, that's how my week was last week. But let, let's get into whatever dumbass shit you wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Um, congrats on not getting scammed and actually scamming the scammer, by the way. That's yeah. They took 80 of your dollars, but you threw up in their car. Uh, yeah, she's gonna need at least a hundred dollar detail. Yikes, that's crazy. <laughs> um, dude, I have ang- so much anxiety every time I'm about to throw up in an Uber, like when I feel nauseous because I hate I don't I never want to be that person. <laughs> I usually am never that person. I think it was vodka Red Bull that did it, Ooh. but yeah, yeah I'm never that really person. Good. God damn. Well, it sounds like you had a great time. <laughs> it was, it was, I, I can't say I didn't have fun at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know yeah. what was up with your friends that you're supposed to be meeting up with in VIP that totally let you just get kicked out. <laughs> Bro, I'm a man. What the fuck? You men don't belong in VIP unless they paid for VIP. Oh, yeah. That club culture works. That club culture seems weird and like, it seems weird. It's misogynistic, or but whatever. But it wasn't even a club, dude. It was a fucking sports bar. There yeah, was no VIP, thing. bro. Like, they're kind of act. They're acting like it's like some big, like three story club. It was. It was a sports bar, and the VIP was a rope around the DJ booth. It wasn't. It was really ghetto. It was hilarious. That that is pretty hilarious, especially for them to be acting like this is something to get in. Like this is. Yeah, that's why I wasn't upset. I'm like, motherfucker, I can. I'm talking to the people in VIP. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking to you and you're in VIP right now. Like like it's 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 a line. It's an imaginary line. Wow, that's great. That's almost that sounds like almost as much bullshit as that one nude bar that we went to in Keystone where that was full of men waiting for women to take off their clothes and women being like, I'm not taking off my clothes because the men are gross. Well, one key West and two. Yes. <laughs> um, well, that's great. I'm that not- bar fucking sucked. It sounds like it. Are you talking about the nude bar or the bar you went to? The nude bar, if yeah, anyone goes, I, I love Key West, but if anyone goes to Key West and you are expecting a nude bar, you're sadly mistaken, my friend. I think it was called like Adam and Eve's. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Don't go up in there. Don't go in there unless you co- you're you going with 10 friends who are willing to get naked. And what happens? Do, do you remember? I was like, I was opening my shirt and I was like screaming off the balcony, showing my tits. And a manager was like, hey, buddy, literally settle down, He's like, turn it down. And I'm <laughs> like, motherfucker, we're in Key West. We're at a bar. This is supposed to be a nude bar. 
check your fucking your vibes, man. Check your yeah. bar. How about Don't you settle down, nigga? Yeah. I'm the one trying to turn this shit up. I'm the one trying to do you a favor. Literally. Can't even be the life of the party anymore. <clears throat> but that's exciting. I can't wait to get kicked out of bars with you in Chicago, personally. <laughs> no, just, just, just tell them you're gay and black and they'll put you in VIP. I don't know. Oh, true. I might just, I, maybe I'll just wear heels and they'll just, they'll just, uh, the gate, everything will open for me. Yeah, just so, love Zach, tell him you gave him the pass. Between me and Lauren, we might be able to get you into VIP, Zach. <laughs> no. <laughs> if there's one thing that weighs more than than black, it's the negative effect of white. Mm. Yikes. I, you know, I feel for you guys. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember... I remember another time it was a different night, but I was with my friend. Um, all of them look Latin looking, I guess. And I was the only whitey. And we were talking to these girls and we were talking about like, we we're joking. We we're talking about like Matthew McConaughey or something. And she was like, or Ben Affleck or some fucking conspicuous actor. And she was like, I know another white man getting a role he doesn't deserve and then she looked at me like she was mad at me <laughs> and i'm like and i'm like well, th- this seems aggressive <laughs> like i know my people if i can say my people have a history of being aggressive but like i ain't the one like i'm not i'm not i'm here to drink you know and yeah it's not like you're on screen right now so <laughs> yeah I mean, you're on screen, but nobody watches this. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, we're not exactly uh, make, trying to make it to Hollywood. If anything, by being by being unsuccessful in white, you're bouncing the scale. <laughs> yeah, in order for reparations, they just need white people to be unsuccessful, I guess. Mm-hmm. Really, she should love you. You're doing exactly what she wants, everybody. What she wants the white I'm people. progressive. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Progressive ally, liberal queen. Yeah, exactly. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> Liberals um, love poor people. Um, okay. So that's that was fun. Let's get into the news because I already know that I'm about to uh bitch for a, a, a fun little minute. Now we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, uh, about how Afghanistan is now under the rule of the Taliban. Yeah. Um <clears throat> As I said last week, I could I was I didn't actually read the news because it was one of those weeks where I couldn't pretend to give a fuck. This week I started giving a fuck again and holy fucking shit. Um, feel free to stop me if I need to shut the fuck up. But I started looking at the fuck up. <laughs> I started looking into the Afghanistan thing and like looking into the details of exactly why this pullout happened the way it did and what's happened since we started pulling out. And yo, I like I think the kid with Asperger's could have done a better job of this pullout. OK, let's. So first of all, let me see if I can just let's remember. Not, let's not let's not bring your new friend into this. Okay? Um, <laughs> OK, so first of all. This plan, it's now come out uh, by both like anonymous people saying stuff and people, uh, generals and stuff saying stuff not anonymously. Pretty much the entire leadership of the military was like against the plan. Pretty much everybody that knows how to have a war in this country told Joe Biden. Don't do this. He said, fuck you. I want to be the president that gets to say I ended the forever war in Afghanistan. So we're doing it now. 
when before the pullout, we had uh, a 2,500 soldiers there. Okay. We hadn't had a casualty in 18 months, and that'll be very important later. Okay. So it wasn't really a war. Okay. We were maintaining peace. We're not, we were not losing soldiers. Um, and now I'm pretty anti-war. So if we had just pulled out those 2,500 soldiers, I actually probably would have been in support for that. Or even if we did most of the 2,500 and just left an even smaller force. Not only did we pull out our soldiers, we pulled out, we pulled out our defense contractors, which means the Afghan army could not buy ammunition, could not buy repair parts, could not maintain their army. Okay. We also pulled our air support. Okay, so, you know, the thing how where our soldiers don't die because we drop bombs first and then we send them in to clean up the mess. Yeah, we had trained the Afghan army for the past 20 years to operate like that. And then we said no more air support. You're not getting no bombs. Figure it out. So when you consider all this, oh, and, and another thing where we pulled out like in the middle of fighting season, there's this thing in Afghanistan, apparently where like their winters are super, super harsh. So they can literally only have war during like this period of time. And it's like a period of like, I'm not sure how many months, I think four or five months. Uh, it's like, it's kind of like, I'll liken it to construction in Chicago. Mm. You can only do it in the summer. That part, that part, because yeah. it's awful in the winter. So, and yeah. the Afghan, mil the Afghan government actually requested multiple times that, we hold off until the end of fighting season so that at the very least they would have a period of time that they could like uh, facilitate the transition without uh, without having to fight a full scale war immediately. Um, so when you consider all those factors, right, it becomes very obvious why exactly the Taliban took the fucking country over and why exactly the entire Afghan military just kind of put their guns down and didn't fight. Because, like, why would you fight knowing you've lost your contractors, knowing you've lost your air support, knowing that, like, the Taliban, it's the middle of the season for them and they're fucking lit. OK, because they've been waiting for this for 20 years. So the niggas, them niggas was lit. I would put my gun down and walked away, too, frankly. Um, OK. So that's kind of like the general decisions that went into making the pullout itself just a fucking mistake in the first place. OK, now, since we've since since the pullout, OK, it has only gotten fucking worse. OK, we control one airport in the entire country now and it's Kabul. OK, we've been relying on the Taliban to provide security for the for the American citizens and Afghan allies trying to get through to the airport. OK, we've been relying on the Taliban to protect those people from ISIS because that's because that is a solid plan. That's you. That's that's what happens when you're when you're worried about a terrorist group. You ask another terrorist group to help you protect. Insane. OK, and that's to me, one of the craziest fucking parts of this whole thing is like now the narrative that's being put out by the White House and a lot of Democrats is maybe the Taliban isn't that bad anymore. Maybe we can trust them. Maybe we can depend on their self-interest to not commit war crimes. I mean, we literally, we literally, like, you can, you, it's, it's, we've got video, like, like, fucking Biden will walk out and be like, no one's dying. And then literally 10 minutes later, you can get on Twitter and find a video of somebody getting shot in the face. It's insane. We've got, and meanwhile, okay, so we've got, I'm not 100% sure where it stands right now because we supposedly got over 100,000 people out. We, but we had hundreds of thousands of allies there. Tens of thousands of Americans. Um, they don't even know how many Americans are out. Um, the people that are there that are supposed that we're supposed to be getting out, they're getting emails right now about paperwork. 
they're getting told, make sure you file your paperwork before you fight your way through ISIS and the Taliban and a mass of like 100,000 bodies to get to the airport. Make sure you do your paperwork. Make sure you uh, finish those expense reports. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I mean, do imagine. And I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like there are women. I mean, it's like imagine being an American woman. OK. And you're there right now. And you're like, the chances of me being brutally raped and murdered right now are greater than the chances of me not be within the next year. Do you think you would have the space like for paperwork, paperwork, nigga? like that's got to be the most ridiculous American shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Do your paperwork. Meanwhile, ISIS bombed the fucking airport that was supposed to be safe and killed almost 100 fucking people. Also killed like 16 American soldiers, making it the deadliest day for American soldiers that we've had in like a decade. I'm like, just top down. It's like, how the fuck do we even let this happen? I mean, it's insane. We're about to leave in a few days. We're out tomorrow. We're out. We're leaving tens of thousands of Americans and people that work with us there to be brutally murdered by the Taliban because that's what they do because they're not better. That's oh, the idea that the Taliban is now going to be not throwing acid on women's faces. And oh, they're talking about oh, women will be able to they'll be able to go back to school. You know, they'll keep their jobs. Yeah. Are we really going to sit around and believe that shit? It's uh, cognitive dissonance, 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 whatever. It's bullshit. It's horseshit. And people are just going to people need a cute little end to their story. They need a little bow on it. They don't know how things actually work. So they just they want the headline of the war's over. And the politicians don't care. They just care about what polls well. They're, they, they don't give a fuck. Let's be real. Let's meanwhile, be real. <clears throat> meanwhile, now, and then also, right, when you consider what this is doing, what this is doing now to the world stage of politics, okay, and what it's doing to the competition that's happening and it's been happening between the United States and China right now, okay? First off, I don't know if you guys know where Afghanistan is, on the right is China and on the left is fucking Iran. We literally, by doing this, we gave the China, the Chinese and the Russians essentially like a free fucking pathway to just walk into the Middle East where like most of the terrorist organizations in the world operate. And we lost all of our intelligence in that part of the world. Like we don't know what's going on there anymore. So we don't even, and immediately, immediately once we pulled out, China was on the phone. Russia's on the phone. Like, hey, girls, you want some foreign aid? So we're supposed to expect that. And this is the crazy part, right, about the idea that the Taliban is not going to murder Americans because they have a world interest or they have like self-interest on the world stage, because half of the countries that are big players on the world stage are willing to work with you, even if you commit genocide. China doesn't give a fuck if they're killing women and cutting gay heads off. They don't care. So like we can't even they probably economically they they probably if this was if all the countries were like a bro and this was a frat party, you they would think you're cool. Like they would think you're a stud. Literally. They'd be like, bro, I heard you fucking I heard you slap around women and like 
harvest all the resources for yourself. That's pretty rad. <laughs> Literally, China's about it. They're like, hey, we should be friends. This is this would be great for us. Mutually beneficial. Do you want to butt chug in the bathroom later and do some blow? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's it's just I mean, I don't even know. I it, you know, y'all know I'm like patriotic as fuck. I love this country. I'm so fucking mad right now, honestly, that that nigga is the president of our country, because this was like not one of those situations where there were a lot of factors. This was 100 percent Joe Biden's decision. OK. Pisses me off. I voted for him. OK, and that's another I never thought that I would I would be able to like be regret voting for somebody so much in my life. But at this point, I'm like, I wish I had voted for Trump frankly because he didn't lose wars at least okay we have the biggest <laughs> fucking military in the world it's like literally massive it's on a, our military is so big and powerful that it can't even like regular people can't even comprehend it how the fuck are we losing wars that's supposed to be the one fucking good thing we're at losing wars and taking resources or winning wars and and keep in mind um during obama is presidency or towards the end when they were when he was a lame duck president or not Lame. When he was finishing the second term, ISIS was a big deal. And like right away, Trump was like, I'm just going to bomb their oil fields. That's how they have their money. Literally. And then when he was president, he bombed their oil fields like within the first hundred days. And then Literally. no one heard about ISIS again. Yeah. 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 Of, co- like, until, of he- course, until, of course, we handed Afghanistan back to the Taliban, which made every terrorist group in the area think, hey, it's time, baby. It's open season. Back at it again. I mean, it's. I don't know. I like I could be the president at this point. I like I just feel like I'm qualified. I mean, if this nigga could be the president and do this and nobody's calling for his resignation. I might as well run. Fuck it. He's a a cuck, dude. That's why they made him the head of the DNC, because they saw him as a puppet they could use to bend to their every will. So I don't think this was necessarily his. He made the decision. But I don't think this was necessarily his brainchild. I think he is a puppet of the DNC. And I think some people in the D- I don't think all Democrats are evil or whatever. That's fucking retarded. But I think the people who run the DNC and RNC, um, they are. I think that, I think, yeah, I think they're cucks and they hate this country. So they want to take all of the resources and money and like fuck everyone else exactly Dude, i don't if even you, know I if don't you even think know. about it right if you think about it we're pulling out of afghanistan what is 16 american lives and hundreds of thousands of afghan lives when we can bring the military back here to oppress our own people <laughs> <laughs> they could use this them is, in portland this, frankly this is nothing compared to the amount of citizens that are going to get their military turned on them later in 2022 exactly i mean if 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 it if whoever's in charge sucks as much that when when that happens as biden does i think we have a good chance of winning frankly (laughs) because like holy shit i mean it wasn't even a fight and remember joe biden even though he's not wrong he has openly verbalized this saying when he's talking about like gun laws he's like look if i wanted to it doesn't matter what gun you have. I'll fucking drop a nuke on Miami. Like, I don't. He said this. <laughs> he said this in speeches. He goes, look, we have F-16s. You think your fucking your little light machine gun 
with the 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 band suppressor is gonna do anything. <laughs> I'll drop a fucking heat seeking missile on your house. You know what's crazy? America lets terrorist groups they give them better gun rights than they give us, essentially. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Because when they pulled out, yo, the Taliban just got like 300 uh assault aircraft. Aircraft, nigga. We <laughs> gave them jets. Like, what? At this point, I want one. I want a fucking jet. If they can have one, I fucking want one. And I'll take one of those grenade launchers because they're cool. <laughs> It'll be funny once we get to the point of absolute mayhem where we have like a school shooter and people are going to be like, we need to give every teacher an RPG and every single school, <laughs> instead of having its own cop is going to have its own fighter pilot. <laughs> just said, just, just a drone just drops bombs right on the school. Yeah. He can't what kill any do- kids if they're already dead. No, see, we copy a book off the Taliban and we rig up suicide vests to each and every kid's uh, body. And if they even try something funny, we just blow their vest. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good idea. Everybody puts on a bomb collar when they come to school. Yeah, it's called quality control. (laughs) Sometimes you have to call. It's called restoring order. It's called putting trust in the public education system. It could also do wonders for the graduation rate. Every day you get it, it just gets a little bit closer to blowing up. And then, and then you get a motherfucker who like really doesn't like the principal, and he just goes like, "Hey, they uh, getting his diploma in his hand." <laughs> he just tackles the principal like, "I dare you to blow my best motherfucker! I dare you!" <laughs> you know, I pussy. love. I've always loved the idea of teachers having guns in schools just because I think it would be so funny to see like the old, like everybody had one of those old, like five foot tall women that taught, like everybody oh had a God. teacher like that. <laughs> just little Betsy, just with an AR-15, just unloading on some 13 year old that thought he was about to walk in. <laughs> yeah, kid, kids will be at lunch like, dude, did you hear what happened in Mrs. Mrs. Flagler's like third period? And you're like, no, like she fucking offed Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was she, she went Rambo and like rolled over her desk and threw a grenade. No, no, no. She made him get on his knees and cr- beg him, beg for her crying. And she still like executed him in front of the whole class. <laughs> He's like, there's no mercy in education, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she has like a fucking Mr. T line. Yeah, she's rich. She's a black guy. <laughs> yeah, her, her energy is that of of uh the a team apparently i had a teacher in high school that was known for one time breaking up a fight between two football players who like topped her by a foot and a half and probably 100 pounds and literally threw one of these niggas into a bush and turned around and looked at the other one and was like play with me and i've always wanted to see her with a gun i've (laughs) because it'll be terrifying and impressive could you imagine like a school shooter breaks into like tries to pull up in her classroom. She immediately, no hesitation, caps him in the head, takes his <laughs> gun, dismantles it. It's like, all right, class. So <laughs> Francis <laughs> Scott Key wrote our <laughs> She's like, and back to Canterbury Tales. What do we think that Chaucer was saying? <laughs> Cindy, 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 I want you to read the beginning of chapter four for us. <laughs> I bet yeah. she would I bet she'd do a quick she'd be like that one nigga that could shoot like a like he shoot like he shoots like 20 or he could do like a bunch of revolver shots, like in 30 seconds. He can get off like 50 shots. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jerry. 
Yeah, Jerry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to see it. It's like, Cindy, move Anthony's lifeless corpse off your desk and read page four. <laughs> Ooh, this would be great reality TV, too. It would be what? like cops, but teachers. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. They just wait until something happens, and then they rush in with the cameras. <laughs> And you know the school shooters the school shooters wouldn't shoot the cameraman because they want to be famous. That's why they're doing it. Yeah, for their 15 minutes of fame. They do like reality TV interviews. They're like, today I really had enough. (laughs) And then it like cuts to them like like down the hallway and prone just offing people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and like they'll do one of those cutaways like you see that girl over there and it cuts into the raw footage of him gunning them down. It certainly <laughs> puts it like a red circle on some random kid. It's like, yeah, they took my lunch money one time. And actually, <laughs> I think they deserved it. And this one right here, they cut me in line at lunch and said, fuck you to me. He's like, Lucy wouldn't kiss me last year. And then it just shows him unloading into Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> like Lucy's down trying to crawl away. He's like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> She's like, no, please. He's like, you should have kissed me, bitch. <laughs> you should have went to prom with me. This would make a great movie. Like, it's this would be. It could be like we do a movie, but like the school, we're on the side of the school shooter. No, yeah, the the reality TV would cut it up as to be sympathetic to the oh, school yeah. shooter. Oh yeah. oh yeah. They'd be like, you know, he's really just troubled. He was a dead no, no. They so. would do like a voiceover, <laughs> and to be like, "What happens when a, one kid has had enough <laughs> of a, years of abuse?" But those like soft-spoken like analysts, like he was really just a damaged soul, and he <laughs> just broken by the system. <laughs> They're like all, you know the real conversation. The real conversation to be had here is about how white supremacy has created this environment. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like that kid was was Dominican. <laughs> well, let's be real; that doesn't happen. School shooters aren't Dominican. They're always no. white for some reason. They're always white. What is going on over there, Zach? Like y'all, what are y'all doing to your kids? Hey, hey, hey! My people are a damaged people. Apparently, which is funny because you've spent the last three hundred years damaging everyone else. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck your problem is. But now people have voices and they can say their mind back. And hey, words hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sticks and stones, baby. Uh, no one likes to consider how the oppressor is feeling. It's always it's always who's the oppressor. Never how is the oppressor. <laughs> Never why is the oppressor. <laughs> never, never what pushes them to oppress. Maybe they're overcompensating for something. <laughs> Maybe they're just insecure and they need to be hugged. My theory is you just need to abuse your kids more, frankly, because black kids already know that. But by the time they get halfway through the school shooting, their mama is going to pop up and smack the dog shit out of them. <laughs> frankly, you get knocked the fuck out by your own mom. You don't know. Don't nobody want that. That's true. That's a good, that's a great point. Why moms be crying? They'd be like, oh, my baby. I just don't know. I never expected it. Did yeah. You doing well, you were raising a psychopath. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Tosh had a really good bit about it where he was like, he was like parent, like mothers of and like neighbors slash friends of 
people who commit atrocities. Please stop saying you never could have seen this coming. Cause like, we don't stop. Like, no, you did. And like, we don't deserve the public doesn't deserve to be confused like this. Cause then when you look into the details of the kid's life, it's like, he didn't have friends. He was bullied. Everybody, everybody had jokes. Everybody called him stinky. And it's like, oh, no one could have seen it coming. No one could have seen it coming. You sure? Yeah, like, he, he he killed, like, animals when he was younger. Like, no one could have seen this coming. I just thought yeah. it was a phase, you know? It's like ever since freshman year, everyone called him the stinky kid from elementary school. And all of a sudden, he got an interest in guns. It's like, damn, who could have thought? <laughs> surprise, surprise. That's the thing. You know, I always wonder how the fuck does no one because there's been so many instances like that where it's like somebody should have called the fucking FBI before he got a chance to even go do the thing, man. Somebody should have called somebody. But this is the thing about like authorities like that, like the police and the FBI They're They have so much shit to do. Like there's so much crime going on. Yeah, they're not going to do shit until they're until something's already happened also because it's the government and the government's the most fucking inefficient thing of all time that like motherfuckers are like, you can't, you you can't uh, arrest someone or you can't put someone in jail for that. So like for the thought or for the words of it. So like, until it happens, Mm. we're not going to address it. And it's like, why don't you be proactive? Yeah. Our our police force is meant to be reactive just because, you know, you don't want people to stop people for fucking thought crimes and shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You don't want a Gestapo, but then at at the same time, I kind of want my FBI to be on top of that shit. uh, Yeah. And you know what? I do remember hearing, I want to say, I want to say it was Parkland, but I could be wrong because there's like a new one every week, but I remember one uh, pretty high profile shooting that happened. And I remember reading that, like, the FBI was actually contacted multiple times and they just didn't do anything about it. (laughs) So, yeah, they're probably too busy making sure, like, politicians get enough kids to fuck. So they've got. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting. You know, it's just so great to be an American. (laughs) It's a great time to be alive. So great. But genuinely, um, I don't even, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know. At this point, I'm like, we might as well just give this shit to China if this is what we're doing. Well, this okay. is, I, I think that's the plan. I think that's what the plan is. <laughs> well, you might be right. You know, at the more and more, I, more and more, I start to wonder, like, is there, like, how many, just, we just have a bunch of politicians that are actually trying to destroy America. Like, that's literally what their purpose is. I mean, you thought I was crazy when I told you the my conspiracy theory that we're just trying and listen to for anyone who hasn't heard it listen to whitney webb on tim dylan we are actively trying to become china in order to compete directly with them we must become them that's what that's the big conspiracy which is like, what does that mean? Because like they the only reason China is doing so well is because they're not scared of using slave labor and genocide. So is that what we're trying to do? That's exactly where we're going, bud. Mm, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Um, <clears throat> on a lighter note, I, I learned about it. I learned about a new gender. Oh, there's a new one. Oh, this is fuck. getting now dark. I can't even remember because it was so weird. It was like. Uh, 
Why didn't you write it down? I think it was like Sapio. No, it wasn't Sapio. Why? Wait, why are people just rebrand? I know like the meaning of words change all the time, but like, I feel, I don't know. I don't like the whole call me old fashioned. I don't like people just stealing words that meant something and then. <laughs> I mean, it's getting, it's getting like, I mean, it's just it's weird the way that you'll have some random bitch on TikTok that creates words and then like presents them as if like she's like coming from a place of logic and science. Like she like they talk about these genders as if they are scientific categorizations and then we'll get mad at you if you say, well, that's not real. Because you made it up. Yeah, but they construct their argument in order to have a catch all. So that no matter what they say, it falls under, it makes sense on the premise that they just said, which is that nothing makes sense except what you make up, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I think the term was like astrosexual or something like that. I remember the definition. The definitions were like, it was two terms. And one was like, if you're like, sometimes you're masculine, like you're mostly masculine, but sometimes you're fluid. And like one was like, you're mostly feminine, but sometimes you're fluid, which sounds to me like you just might be a dyke in a fucking uh, a, a, a twink. Yeah. Like that's what, kind yeah, of. What? Yeah. I remember I remember seeing that on fucking Twitter. I can't remember. There was some random bitch and it was like, hey, you're kind of off the rails for this. I'm pretty sure you're just way too into Greek mythology. <laughs> I mean, it's you're not crazy. special for getting like greek letters tattooed on yourself i mean it's yeah. getting crazy and now everybody wants to add all these letters to the lgbtq as well and it's what do you fuck you ta- wait 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 let's slow down what the fuck are you talking about bro it used to be l and g no it used to just be lgbt yeah and then they were like let's add the q and then let's add the a and then let's add the plus so oh, there's like, supposed okay. to be an I as well. I thought there was supposed to be an R. What? It's getting see. When you see what I mean? It's getting ridiculous. I'm like, girl, these this isn't a science. Quit acting like this is a science. All these categories are fucking valid. And why are we? I don't know why we're including. Like, why is inclusion? Don't you want groups to have like a common goal? Like, if you include everyone, it's gonna get diluted into that no one's agenda gets progressed. So why don't you guys just link up in your own little groups and get shit done for that group? Dude, you know, just imagine, like, I, this is how it's out of my head. Like, all these LGBTQ groups are, like, wrapped up under the federal government of LGBTQ+. And then you have the L state. And then you have the G state. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. So, the, so, so that's a great point. So we're going to have a civil war soon of oh. the LGBTQ+. Oh. That will it, be... Who's going to be the confederacy? Who's yeah. going to be the confederacy? Who is going to be the 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 union? Well, first of all, I, I don't know, but I know the lesbians are winning. That's what I know. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say the, the lesbians. My money's on them. We'll see. Yeah. Got to be the favorite going in. I think the lesbian, like all those, like uh, those OGs, the lesbians, the gays, and the trans, they're all going to be up at the union, and all those like weird miscellaneous shits are going to be the fucking confederacy trying to be like states rights we matter too <laughs> it'll be like pedophiles and transracial people <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> except um, i don't see i don't see um the war like coming up to a i don't see it ending as peacefully as our civil war did where like abraham lincoln's like we need the confederacy 
So like they must join us or they're going to be like, nah, we're good. We're just going to stick with the, the L, the G and the. Yeah, G-G. it'll end with the lesbians just creating their own country because they literally can do all the work that needs to be done. You, you, you know what I call a lesbian, all lesbian country? What? I think I think I call that utopia. Ooh, <laughs> it might be. It might be. Dude, you know how fucking cute it's going to be with all those dogs running around? <laughs> all those dogs and cats and just lack Everybody's of. Married. Everybody's married. No one's married. <laughs> There's no bitches. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> helps each other out with like resources and fixing stuff. <laughs> they import some men over sometimes when they want to have a biological child. Yeah. They just yeah. <laughs> or, or, or if they need or if they need some jokes. Yeah, <laughs> they take them out of the concentration camp that they put all the other gays in. No, see, it's a it's a lesbian utopia. So they just import them from all the other shitty places around. It's uh, like a tower yeah. in the sky type deal. What state would they take? Oregon. I, I feel like Minnesota. I don't know why, but I feel like they would take Minnesota. No, whoever whoever has the strongest, most um, biologically fittest come. So obviously you have to go to the least literate, most poor <laughs> sections of the country to get the strongest sperm. Yeah, some floating lesbian utopia over like some buck fuck, buck fuck nowhere, Tennessee. <laughs> they just, oh, they could take Slum. Nashville. That'd be perfect for them. No, Nashville's too trendy now. Yeah. Oh, is it trendy? Oh, come on, dude. It's come on. I don't know. I mean, I don't. The, the only thing I ever hear about modern day Nashville is that like th- it's got this big like country music machine that's putting out like the same song over and over and over again. And yeah, that's like the only thing. My only reference to Nashville is the fact that all the country artists that I listen to fucking hate Nashville. <laughs> yeah, but the live music scene is amazing. Oh, yeah. And because of that, it's more of a bridesmaid. What's it? What's the called? Bridal shower? What's the thing where all the bridesmaids get up and they like get male strippers and stuff? Oh, uh, bachelorette parties. Yeah. Bachelorette party. It's like the brach- bachelorette capital of the of the country. Ooh, drunk bitches everywhere. Sounds like, dude. When I went, you literally they were like cockroaches. As soon as you saw one sash, you saw like a hundred sashes. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. It was intense. That's exciting. Um, it wasn't. But it to was put, to put a, a cap lot of on the, to put a cap on the LGBTQIA LMNOP whatever the fuck thing. Um, I'm just calling them all fags. Okay, at this point, I'm over <laughs> it. I'm through. I'm done. You're all fags, and me too. Me too. I'm a fag. We're all fags. And that's just really it at this point. I'm over it. And you you also, Zach, you made actually a really good point. I'm glad I remembered because you said something about how like people like you said something about like us coming within our own groups and like figuring out what our goal is in the first place. And I really feel like that this is that I've like kind of felt been thinking a lot about that this week. Like what? is the trans community even what are we because i identify as trans i identify as non-binary and i i have my own ideas about what i think that means for me and and mostly they're based on what i what i think trans people have been historically um but when it comes to the community as a whole i'm like i don't know who the fuck we are i don't know 
I don't feel any connection to these people, although we're all supposed to be in the same big club. I don't I don't feel any connection to these people. Most of the time I hear them talk, I think they're wrong about their own gender, frankly. Like, I'm like, I feel like we're spending so much time as like trans as a trans community telling everybody to respect us. But like, we don't even know what we're asking everybody to respect. And so it seems there's like a little bit of a dislike. Like, I don't know. As a trans person, I would just like it if we could all get together and stop calling everybody transphobic and like actually be honest about what we are and try to figure out what the fuck it is. Well, that's why I think it's weird to lump trans people into the LGBTQ sphere because the trans community itself is its own Mm. beast. Like you have different subsections of the trans community depending on like what their goals are and like what they try to achieve. And like, you can't really just lump them all together under a T in this even broader category of LGBTQIA mm-hmm. and just assume everything's going to be okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I, th- that I, it think, is- I think it's what we do as a country, because if you think mm-hmm. about it, we got two parties. We got the Democrats and the Republicans. That is a catch-all. Like, a Republican from Florida is way different than a Republican from Illinois. A Republican from Illinois in Florida is a Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) And a Republican in Florida in Illinois is a Nazi. So like, (laughs) there's a huge, huge disparity, but we we love to create like giant and in our minds, like powerful entities because power in numbers. But what happens when you do that is nothing gets done really because no one can agree on what the fuck they want that's why really i don't think in politics anything will ever get done because the only thing really that republicans can agree on is like low taxes and then the only thing democrats can really agree on there's a lot of issues that are talked about but every single democrat you could you would talk to would say i would think a more centralized government and then a decentralized for republicans that's that's the only thing that's very generous of you because i think the only thing democrats would agree on is they want the black vote (laughs) and i think the (laughs) only thing republicans would agree on is that um they're willing to cheat to win that's i think well i don't i don't think that i that's the thing i don't think the democrats care about the black vote anymore you don't think so no that's because they pander like fuck no, they pander, don't get me wrong, because they have no shame. But what they but they made contingency plans mm. because they saw Trump got a decent amount of black people to vote mm. for him, more than any Republican in 20, 30 years. So they were like, listen, we can get illegals to vote. We can fucking <laughs> ship them in on trucks. Yeah, literally. And- and if we get enough, then the black vote doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, you might be right. And, you know, it's funny because there's actually something a kind of a political tension that's going on with the vaccines now that I think will, will probably end up proving you right. Because like we most people know black the black community is uh, like the least vaccinated group in America because black people have very good reason for to not trust anything the government fucking says. And uh, in some places, like and like like in New York, the Democrats in power there are essentially saying, oh, fucking well, if you want to eat, you're going to have to get the vaccine. And it's interesting because it's like kind of racist to be telling all black people that you just have to trust the government now. That's 
so that yeah we might see very soon just how much they really don't give a fuck about the black vote yeah they don't they just want to act like they care it could be that they just think that they've done a good enough job of convincing most black people that republicans are racist that they're just never going to vote for republicans but that's the thing they didn't they the trump's whole Mm. everything anyone that opposed trump the number one thing they would go to was racism yet he got the most amount of black votes than any republican in the past 20 years you know he he didn't he didn't i don't even really feel like he said much that was racist honestly he said cringy shit don't be wrong he said cringy like boomer shit but i don't know that he was like he said bill he said build a wall um oh because i was talking to hispanics and i guess i guess people just lumped him in because of his fan base being kind of racist or like trump's racist that is a lot that was the argument a lot of people were like well the kkk supports you and he said he said the mex a lot of mexican immigrants like illegal ones are rapists and killers and he and people were trying to be like oh he said all mexicans are rapists and killers and yes, he's like their worst yeah <laughs> and also he i'm trying to think he had the best argument too for black people like at, at they were like why should black people vote for you and he's like i got one thing to say to black people what do you have to lose (laughs) (laughs) that was great and i was was like word that was liberal as fuck that was a liberal comment to make because he's essentially saying we're still like we're we don't have anything to lose because we're oppressed bro he's a billionaire elitist republican from new york city he's basically a democrat you're right you very right about that. He just tapped into the populist fucking faux populist. Uh, what's it called? Rabble rousing. Oh, speaking of him, um, just a little quick side note uh, back to Afghanistan. Uh, Biden, one of his first things he tried to claim was that he would just follow Trump's plan because of the deal he made with the Taliban to pull out. Now, the deal he made with the Taliban to pull out was contingent on them not taking over the fucking country. So. <laughs> Just a side note, you just reminded me of that because I was just like, that That was some bullshit. Uh-huh. I like how we used to, George Bush used to be like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. And now <laughs> we just like openly have contracts with them and we're like, hey, hey, don't do that. You yeah. said you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you're doing a no-no. Yeah. Do I, do I need to drop, do I need to put you in timeout? <laughs> um... All right, boys, we're coming up on two hours. All right, we're coming up on two hours. All right, do yes. you guys have a hemorrhoid? I do. What about you, boys? I got one. I found it actually while we were talking today. So, nice. Yeah. Justin, you want to lead us off with yours? Um, no, you can. One of you guys do it. Okay, so Justin didn't create one again. I have a few, I'm picking <laughs> from them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll show mine just because I think it's quick and simple. It is the whoever made this news article and made this headline, U.S. Marine who saved baby at airport identified, implying that not only is the fact that we saved the baby one of the most important things that we did during our withdrawal from Afghanistan, but that this man is such a hero that he must be commended for it. Do they mean one of the babies that was thrown over the barbed wire? (laughs) 
Is that what they mean? He yeah, caught the, the baby. I don't know that he saved it. Oh, no, he, he did take that one. One of the numerous children from the numerous families that are trying to make it out because of our ineptitude. Man, what a what a godsend. Because handing your baby <laughs> to a stranger is, is that's that's preferable, obviously, to what the Taliban has in store for these babies. What what what, what we basically said was like hundred all a hundred thousand people of you are gonna die, but like throw your baby over the fence and we might catch it. <laughs> and, and then, then we'll, we catch it, we'll take it. Yeah, and we'll write a story gassing ourselves up because of it. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds, that reminds well, me of writing your own headline. Biden literally had a comment kind of similar where he was like, This was the this was the most amount of people ever evacuated in an evacuation in history. <laughs> yeah, and we still fucking failed. Good job. I mean, that's like the captain of the Titanic celebrating the fact that he had the most people put in lifeboats. <laughs> Our lifeboat density was insane off the charts. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a yeah, it's such a weird brag. Yeah, that was my hemorrhoid. Zach. Okay. No, um, it, I, no, you took your sweet ass time. It's Zach's turn. <laughs> go ahead, Zach. You want it? Yeah. So my hemorrhoid of the, the hemorrhoid is a thing that doesn't stop you from living your life. But it is something that you wake up one day and when you sit down on the toilet, it pisses you off and you look in the mirror and you realize that you're getting older. And today, because I have this gorgeous tan that I got yesterday, <laughs> um, I, I, I've been able to see parts of my body that have been highlighted because of the sun's rays. And I have a disturbing discovery for you guys i uh i found out that i have back and shoulder hair oh i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry for you yeah this is pretty tough um i don't i'm just beginning to process it because i saw it today um i don't think i'm gonna be okay though. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you, just, you have to get a wife to shave it your asian wife will shave your back hair for you <laughs> I know many women who do that for their husbands, honestly. I don't want to put a woman through this. I think they because, like it. I mean, I'm sure she'd rather have it no hair than hair. So she'd be like, if I have to shave it, then because there's no way I can reach. I can get my shoulders, but like, how the fuck am I going to reach my back? <laughs> so I could I otherwise I would just be playing fucking Russian roulette, but with like a knife and try to like shave my back without looking and like fucking contorting my body. So, um, yeah. Also, I, I'm also the pseudo penis for a second reason. Um, my favorite fighter is fighting six days from today. Um, so I'm going to be going full fangirl this week and I'm going to also be full delusion. So, um, these week fight weeks are very emotional for me. One of my favorite fighter fights. So um, I'm just trying to I'm trying to keep my head on straight, but I, I I'm nervous. I get really, really nervous. So I'm being a nervous Nelly and I realized I have I have back hair. So I am my hemorrhoid. That is that is a travesty. I'm very sorry for you as, but, a, as a hairless twink. <laughs> I feel for you. But think about it on the plus side. Now that you've got this impeccable tan. You are. It is much more appropriate 
for you to cash in on Justin's N-word pass that he gave you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not yet, because the new logo hasn't come out yet. And I don't want to like, it's a one-time use black card. So I don't want to use it before it's like laid on my desk, you know? Well, think about it, Zach. Not only are you darker, but you've got the do-rag on today. (laughs) (laughs) You really missed a golden opportunity. (laughs) Okay, put on a DMX song. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Sorry, I did not mean to vocalize just now. We're, we're, we're patiently, we're waiting, we're dying of anticipation over here. I'm doing my best, okay? I'm trying to find it. There it is. Okay. Hold on. This is, this is really good dead air. Oh, my God. <laughs> really good for our... Let's talk more well, about this. You know, you know instead of talking in. about the dead air, <laughs> you could fill the air. Or you could come prepared. But, <laughs> I was not shocked that Sean stayed at work. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. not, I was not shocked you. at all. I don't necessarily think Sean was the best dressed. No, I just think no, just we can hear what's going on. What are we listening to? Number four. Correct. Oh my God, you're not listening to anything. I'm trying to just because. Well, there's definitely audio. You're getting audio? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me cut that off. I don't know. I didn't even start screen sharing. Oh my God. Okay. I can't even screen share. Fuck. Okay. So let's just end the pod before he starts his head. Let's just end it. Well, I can't screen share. All it was was this. It was this fucking screenshot of this Jubilee video. It was ranking men by fashion. And you had four regular men, one in a suit, one in a sports jacket, two dressed like boring men. And the man that won out was a man dressed like Polly fucking pocket with like beads and shit in his hair and a colorful sweater. Okay, and a, like a fucking skirt. None of it fits because it's all for women. Yeah, this one. Thank you. <laughs> Here, Let's zoom in. Let's yes. Zoom in. Look at you producing, Nick. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, let, hold on. Hold on a second. Lauren brought this uh, this video to my attention because I was like, because uh, she was and what she said, which I loved, was she was like, "Why do we treat gay people like they're disabled?" <laughs> because I mean, literally you, in the video if you, show, if you show up like this you've got Asperger's so <laughs> in the video like every all the people that were voting were like anytime somebody said that they didn't feel like he was dressed well they were like oh, no he came out in like a skirt like the courage it takes so like he won for courage apparently which is what which is what like you give that's the kind of reward you give to a retard who can't play the sport <laughs> that's what you do that's like what the Special Olympics people get. They get a reward for trying. So this man gets an award for trying, essentially, even though he looks like a fucking candy cane. I don't even know. Like, this nigga looks ridiculous. I mean, to be fair, I'd rank him over this guy, at least, because this guy has a very bland outfit going on. You're right. I would have put him in number four. What's yeah. the difference between five and four, though? The, They're pretty the, similarly well, bad, but this four one, is not no, as bad. This one's got at four least has color. a hat. He has a hat. That's the only difference. <laughs> no, what do you mean? He's got a way better color going on here. It's more vibrant. He pops out. I guess. Yeah, his color palette is better. I thought three was the best dress. Three is the only one that looks like I want to go on a date with him. I, I, feel, I feel like if it wasn't a Steelers jacket, it'd be good. 
<laughs> I don't even know if that like no no no, no. Is, can you zoom in on this guy because I think th- this is what I don't understand. He's wearing a looks like an L.A. or a St. Louis baseball hat Who with a that? Steelers jacket. Yeah, yeah. What team is that? I can't tell actually. This it is looks amazing because like- me and me and Lauren did not even notice any of this. this is- <laughs> so I don't understand why people wear mid. They are you, you're just wearing a team's merch for the aesthetic. But like you're mixing, it doesn't make any sense to, to, for my stupid straight mind because I'm like, okay, do you like St. Louis or do you like Pittsburgh? <laughs> like, do you like baseball or do you like football? Like, what's the? I, I don't understand. Meanwhile, I looked. I when where's I saw Pittsburgh? it, I was just like, he looks like he would smoke a blunt and like probably suck dick pretty good. So, uh, no, no, it's it, none of these. Oh. Uh, it, it was red. Well, so that apparently looked- number three is the hemorrhoid, not number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Also, what the... F- hold on, hold on. I thought he, bra- number one, braided his hair on the side. No. Nah. He fucking put beads that... Butterfly like, clips. That like little girl butterfly clips. Wear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. You, you're appropriating a three-year-old black girl's culture. Deadass. And like 20 of them. I'm like, girl. I mean, imagine I'm gay. If I showed up to a date and this nigga showed up like this, bro, I would <laughs> clown him, nigga. You did not come here. You did not just walk into this date looking like a five-year-old. That's crazy. <laughs> you look like Polly Pocket. Weird. But my pseudo penis wasn't even him. It was all the girls that felt like hemorrhoid, just because he's gay. Sorry, my hemorrhoid, my hemorrhoids, yeah. not even him. It was all the girls in the video that thought that just because he's gay and he's dressed like a fucking weirdo means he deserved to win best dressed. OK, because <laughs> we need to start telling these these facts. OK. It's not cute just because it's women's clothes. OK, just because you put on a fucking skirt doesn't make you look cute. I can't tell you how many gays I have seen online in personal life, gays that I know that will wear the sloppiest like most slovenly just fucked up outfit swear to god that it's fashion because some of it's women's clothes and can't nobody say nothing to them otherwise you're a homophobe i've had gay friends get offended because me their other gay friend told them that they look crazy (laughs) wait wait you've been accused of being homophobic not like accused of it, but kind of implied. Like I've had a couple times where I was helping a friend dress because they were going out with me and they and I told them that they look crazy and they kind of implied or like kind of seemed to think that I was like saying something about how gay it was. And I'm like, I don't have a fucking problem with you wearing a skirt. Wear a skirt that fits. OK, <laughs> and don't wear an ugly one. It's not that hard. OK, Yeah, okay. I don't understand why a plane he's let's. Let's let's break it down, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's actually do an analysis and analyze this. Fuck. Okay, 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 okay. I got this. I got this. So first, we've got the white pleated skirt, which, eh, you know, you're not doing crazy. So boring. Like, Look like a ner- like a sexy nurse at a Halloween. <laughs> like so. Boring. It reminded me of a tennis player. That's no. That's better. That's better. Yeah, but then you've got knee high blue socks with super tall platform boots. Like black Gaga leather boots, black leather Gaga boots. What a fucking, yeah. <laughs> which is 
Okay, I'm sorry. I Anytime the, I see anyone yeah. wearing those in public, I judge them. I judge the shit out of them. Why are you out here dressed like you're Avril Lavigne, bitch? Black leather yeah. boots works fine if you're going for an aggressive aesthetic, but obviously these socks and this skirt don't do too many favors. Putting aside the fucking sweater, Bruh, This is why they need to stop wearing women's clothes because this the 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 black stripe on the bottom. Okay, to really give you the gay analysis, that black stripe on the bottom that should be coming up to his waist, and the yellow part should be ballooning out a little bit to accentuate his waist. That's how that sweater should be worn. The thing is, it doesn't fit because he's a man. <laughs> oh, is that why it's like kind of? Yeah, that's supposed to right come here. up to his waist and like accentuate that. But he doesn't have a waist because he's a man. <laughs> Look at how tight it is. I mean, like, seriously, can we like just can we please start telling gays that they don't look good when they don't look good. I'm tired of like, and just like Lauren put it, it's like we treat them like they're disabled. We treat them like anything they put on, we're supposed to just be like, wow, sis, it's so brave. Okay, and that's nothing. At this point, it's not brave to dress like a faggot anymore. It's not, okay? It's braver to wear a Trump hat, frankly. Yeah. So Can like, we talk can we stop? How oppressed gay men are that they can't even find women's clothes that fit them properly. <laughs> They'll tell you that, too. They will. They will. I swear no, to God, they will. No, no. But let's be real. This is a form of oppression when you treat people like they're less than equal. When you treat people like they deserve a participation award. That's that's some weird, pretent pretentious, backhanded fucking oppression. That's some weird ass shit. That's Literally. when people that's when people like elitist white people like want to speak on behalf of black people. It's like, why don't you let the black people speak? Yeah. Why, why, why do you got to speak for them? Um, and you know what's also, worse? You go ahead, Nick. You know what's worse? I bet the dude that came in a three-piece suit got clowned even harder than this dude. He totally 100%. did. 100%. Hundred percent. No one even clown number one because they were like that. Like half the people voting were like ready to fucking put their lives on the line to defend his gay ass. Yeah. Yeah. Even and though another, the other ones could be gay. That's another thing. Everybody in this bitch <laughs> picture could be fucking gay. This is the only there's only one faggot, though. Yeah. Number one is straight, but he wants to be seen as artsy. And number <laughs> five, through, number five through two are homosexual. <laughs> no, numbers. Numbers three and five are straight. Four and two could be could be gay. One is just an art kid. Yeah, one is just homeschooled. I mean, tell me, <laughs> tell me this doesn't look like these five men had a race and number one lost, but he was a retard, so they just gave it to him. That's 100%. what this lineup looks like. 100%. If this was a race, all four would have wrapped their arms around one and people would have given the other four kids a standing ovation for, <laughs> for helping this make-a-wish kid. crazy. Another thing, um, if you think... Number one, I don't think this lineup is a very fashionable lineup to begin with. No. Um, but if you think number one, as if you're a woman and you and you're and you're straight, you're into men, and you think number one is the best dressed, does that mean this is the man you're attracted to? If so, <laughs> I mean, I think this is some weird fucking. I think they want to turn straight men gay. Like they want <laughs> straight men to become gay and they don't want straight men anymore. Like they don't want like like me showing up shirtless and, and 
Nick wearing his college shirt, like they do want to eliminate Fuck. us. <laughs> you, you might like, be onto I, something. And I understand because I understand we're not fashionable, but like we do have feelings and we do. Yeah. This is a free country. <laughs> we can wear, we can dress like a slob if we want to. Okay. No, that's the thing. I, I think from the female perspective, there are, these two are the only two that would have any appeal. This for someone with any appeal for straight guys. This for the women who like putting their men in chastity belts. Yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> number one is for women that like the one, like the one that Justin knew in high school that have obsession with fucking gay men for some reason. Dude, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think that's part of it is that women will tell gays that they look good all the time because they're obsessed with us for some fucking reason. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's just I, I don't get it either because they wouldn't fuck us. Straight women <laughs> no, some... wouldn't fuck that. Maybe a couple, but most. No, no, no. If you told them you were gay, they would be like, oh, let's fuck. But if you told of if number one was straight and tried to hit on women, they'd be like, yikes. Literally. Fuck no. Yeah. They, they if you this is the, what I love about women is they'll <laughs> say they they'll say they want They'll say they number one is the best dressed, but yeah. then their boyfriend dresses like Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you're you there's somebody's lying. And let's be honest, looking at this lineup, any woman who says that three is not the most fuckable is fucking crazy. Like you're crazy. Yeah, Five and four two, aren't even two, like worth consideration. Number two is wearing skinny stretch jeans. With no <laughs> socks and 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 brown brown are those even are they laceless yeah like, they look, they're like moccasins yeah. and and you can tell number two is too obsessed with his job he always takes calls from work oh yeah he takes himself oh, way yeah. too serious mm-hmm. number three is willing to have a good time and doesn't uh think he's fucking a mogul you know yeah Three is down to earth. Three is like an, three is a nice guy. He know he understands how to be presentable without looking like a douchebag, and he probably keeps a good job, but he doesn't have to wear it on his sleeve. Yeah. Meanwhile, again, one one somebody again. should be somebody should murder one in an alleyway. Frankly, he'd be better off as a statistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's call. Let's make a. Let's end the podcast with a call for violence. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, number three, still, I still think if I'm, I know no one's coming to me for my fashion opinion, but if they were, number three still has to figure out the hat situation. I oh don't understand. God. Yeah. I don't understand. No that. woman number, would notice that. No woman. I don't know of because course. number three has a, he has a good silhouette, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the conflicting sports teams or the fact that there's a sports team on these at all that bugs me. Yeah, and the 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 I feel like the colors conflict. Yellow and red are both very bright, and yeah, red red is like sexy and aggressive, and yellow is like happy go lucky and easygoing. Mm. I don't. Yeah, maybe. I didn't see too much of a problem with the red. Oh, the only problem I had was the fact that he had a black undershirt with black jeans. I was like, that's a lot of black, Chief. Yeah, and then the white shoes. Honestly, fought with it, because I know that this is like what like New York is. Like, like, niggas from the city, this is like what they wear. If they're well-dressed. No, 100%. Like, yeah, 100%. yeah, 100%. This is a well-dressed guy from the city mm-hmm. um, who's not a, like a Wall Street bro. But um, I, I, an anecdote, 
like to to go into your point, Justin, that a woman would never notice. Yesterday, at I was at a football game, and there was a couple sitting next to me that were our age, maybe a little older, mid to late twenties, and the guy. The girl, you could tell the girl really liked the guy, and that's why she was there. And she was, like, pretending to listen, and her boyfriend was explaining every rule of football to her. (laughs) And I was like, it was so painful, because I know the rules of football. It was so painful, because I'm like, no woman wants to hear this. No (laughs) woman ever wants to be taught the intricacies of this dumbass game. That, (laughs) As someone who loves football, it makes no sense. The rules make no sense. Like, no one... They do. No one wants to be explained this that doesn't love football. Like, please shut up. This girl, clearly, I was going to tell him, like, dude, whoever this girl is, keep her. Because she put up <laughs> with your dumbass bullshit for three hours. Like, just give her popcorn and, like, kiss her and, like, talk about other shit. Literally. Don't talk about the sport. Yeah. He already Explain- came to the game. <laughs> Explaining why one team gained 10 yards over six yards for the same penalty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He was, he was, he was exp- there was like multiple flags on one on both teams, and he was explaining like wh- how they made sense of it. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna kill myself just listening <laughs> to you. Like, you're so lucky that this girl doesn't dump you right now. <laughs> so um to put to button this up, how would you guys have ranked them? Um, I I think none of them deserve to be in a well dressed list. Yikes! <laughs> but I would go, I would go. Um, number three is number one. Number two is solid at number two. Number four to number three. Number five. Number five and number one are interchangeable at the last two spots. I don't give a fuck. No, no, I will say because, <laughs> you know, because because I would leave the house dressed like number five. Mm. Like, like it, it wouldn't be I wouldn't be proud of it, but I would look in the mirror and be like, fine. I would never, never dress like number one. So he's my yeah. number five. I'm a fag yeah. and I wouldn't do it either. So I, I agree. It's not a gay straight thing. It's a common sense thing. I think my rankings the same as uh, Zach's, just because at least this one has like a cohesive aesthetic. It's bland, but it's cohesive. This one is just a mess. Fucking so confused, it. so confused. You, and I don't know. I don't know. Did, oh, and to point out, he's wearing a choker. Oh no. fuck, he is. Yeah, look, yep. it's it's a Over skin choker. color. As if as if the butterfly pins weren't enough. <laughs> So yeah, I know he's. I hope he. It would be so funny if he was straight. Oh my god, <laughs> it would be so funny. And he it has a girlfriend. Funny, it? Yeah, his girlfriend just the exact same way. Christ, his girlfriend probably dresses like three. Yeah, for sure, and she oh, plows yeah. him. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's my pseudo penis. Stop treating gays like they're fucking disabled. They can be told the hard truth. They'll live. Albeit they can't remember that we changed it from pseudo penis to hemorrhoid three weeks ago. Oh my god. <laughs> so they, they kind of are disabled because they have no <laughs> no memory. I never said I wasn't disabled. You just said all gays. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think right. we should probably wrap up. 
Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm ass. I'm at- He's ass. <laughs> no. Who's disabled? <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. No, no. You be ass. Go ahead. You, 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 you be ass. Okay. I'm ass. I'm disabled. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm this is coach. the Acidos podcast. Real news for real <laughs> Americans. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everyone.